welcome to What Happens in This House Stays in This House Strength Over Silence Podcast. I am your host, Tammy Montgomery Dozier. And once again, I do thank you for listening to me. So this week, what I want to talk about is narcissistic behavior. And if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, being abused in a narcissistic uh, relationship, And some people may not know what a narcissist is. A narcissist is a person that is like self-centered, arrogant. They lack empathy, consideration for other people. They constantly need to be admired. Uh, You ever been around those people that are cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronizing? So that is what a narcissist is. And the thing is, how do you know if you're in a narcissist relationship. And basically it's one of those things if you're with someone and the joke is, but enough about me, how do you feel about me? So it's never about you. So I know before I have talked about being in a relationship with someone and it had gotten so bad where I had a lot of stuff going on mentally. And the person that I was with was basically a narcissist. After we had broken up, he and I, we had a conversation And in his mind, he thought that we had the greatest relationship in the world. And what he did not realize is that it wasn't, that it was never about me. We had been together for like a couple of years and he had no idea of who I was, the things I liked, the things that went on in my life because it was always about him. He couldn't tell you anything. He probably couldn't even tell you my favorite color because it was all about him. And that's what being in a narcissistic relationship is. They have no clue of who you are because it's always about them. And then they're confused when you want to leave because they think that they're the greatest. And sometimes we find ourselves in these relationships and basically you are being abused in this relationship by a narcissist, you know? And What it is, the objective of a narcissist abuse is power. The abusers act with the intent to diminish or even hurt other people. The most important thing to remember about intentional abuse is that it is designed to dominate you. Abusers' goals are to increase their control and authority while creating doubt, shame, and dependency in their victims. And that's all it is. Sometimes you are so deep into a relationship that you don't even realize that that is the case, that those are the things that are going on. So mistakes in dealing with abuse. And you can look if if you've been in in a relationship with it like this, or if you know someone that's been in a relationship like this, if you are the person that does this to someone else. So here are mistakes that people make. Appeasement. When you want to avoid conflict and anger and it empowers the abusers who sees it as weakness and an opportunity to exert more control. Pleading also shows weakness, which narcissists despise in themselves and others. Withdrawal. This is a good temporary tactic to collect your thoughts and emotions, but not an effective way to deal with abuse. Arguing and fighting. I hate this one. Um, I hate to argue or fight. Arguing over the facts waste your energy. Most abusers aren't interested in facts, but only in justifying their position and being right. Explaining and defending. 
anything beyond simple denial of false accusations leaves you open to more abuse. Seeking understanding. This can drive your behavior if you desperately want to be understood. It's based on false hope that a narcissist is interesting in understanding you, which they are not. Because again, it's always about them criticizing and complaining. Although they may act tough, abusers are basically insecure and inside they are fragile. They can dish it, but they can't take it. Uh, Making threats can lead to retaliation or backfire if you don't carry them out. Denial. Don't fall into the trap of denial by excusing, minimizing, or rationalizing abuse. And don't fantasize that it's going to go up way or improve in future times. I know that there are times I've walked away and I've gone back because I thought that, okay, well, maybe this person is going to change. And they don't. Self-blame. Don't blame yourself for an abuser's actions. And try hard, harder to be perfect. It's never going to happen. You're never going to be able to please them because, again, it's always about them. They're perfect. You're not. Well, you are fighting a losing battle. So let's talk about the things that you can do. You confront abuse effectively because allowing abuse, uh, it does damage your self-esteem. I recall during my moment in that time, it was one of the lowest. I don't know if you ever heard the story when I talk about I remember crying. I was waiting outside to do something. I was on the phone with one of my friends and I just bust out like this is like the worst that my life had ever been. I was broke. My self-esteem was like shot. And it was the worst I had ever felt. It was just drama after drama because I was always dealing in his stuff. The drama was never came from my end. It was dealing in his stuff. Once I got out of that, all that drama ceased within my life. Know your rights. You must feel entitled to be treated with respect. Be assertive. It takes learning and practice to avoid being passive or aggressive. Be strategic. Know what you want specifically. Set boundaries. Have consequences after setting boundaries. And be educative. Learn more about this type of behavior and know if you are in this type of relationship and Sometimes it could be uh, neurological as well. Uh, Your best approach is to educate a narcissist like a child. Explain the impact of their behavior and provide incentives and encourage for different behaviors. And you know what you would need to do if none of that worked. So I found a video and I want you guys to listen to it. And it talks about eight signs you are dealing with narcissistic abuse. Listen to it. Hey there, welcome back to a brand new Psych2Go video. Today's video is brought to you in collaboration with Melanie Tanya Evans from MTE. Many people are not sure whether or not they're suffering from narcissistic abuse. Cognitive dissonance and the confusion that goes with abuse can have a lot to do with this. This is exactly what today's video is all about. The awareness and solutions to empower you up and out of narcissistic abuse. Please know this video is about absolutely any narcissist in your life. All the signs apply to any toxic relationship such as a spouse, lover, family member, neighbor, or friend. Anyone. So without further ado, here are eight signs to know that you are suffering narcissistic abuse. One, your relationship is not kind, caring, or sane. Toxic relationships can be very confusing at times, making it difficult to know who is who in the zoo. 
This happens because a toxic person will spin it back on you, blame you, and will not be accountable. Remember, if someone hurts you and is not capable of a genuine apology, and you keep hanging out with this person, they'll continue to hurt you. They'll never be remorseful, and of course, will continue the same behavior. The truth is, people either have a decent character or they don't. You can't change them for who they are. People like this simply do not have the resources to grant us a healthy, loving, and happy life, but we do. Two, you're dealing with immature behavior and give up pieces of yourself to comply. A hallmark of narcissistic relationships is the person gets bent out of shape on hairline triggers that mature adults just don't get upset about. Also, they believe they're entitled to and expect preferential treatment and can be nasty, demanding, punishing, and even explosive if they don't receive it. Are there things that you would normally be free to talk about to anyone, but the same topic may be unacceptable or risky with this particular person? And why do you feel so? Maybe if this person doesn't get their own way, they'll abandon you or threaten to leave you. And again, you start doing things outside of your comfort and value systems to stop this from happening. Three, you're angry, disjointed, and are behaving in ways that you normally don't. This is an important question. How do you feel with this person in relation to everyday dealings with other people? If you know you have integrity, can listen, have empathy, are capable of having sane conversations and get along with most people in your life, and yet there's this person who brings out the worst in you. This is generally because your boundaries are being violated and the normal modes of human operations don't stand. The circular arguments you're having make your head spin because they go around and round on unrelated tangents, points that make no sense. Narcissists state how disloyal your accusations of them are when confronted, or they argue with you to manipulate you into something unwholesome. Or, you find yourself trying to prove that you're a good person. Because the narcissist is regularly accusing you of all the things that they are and do, such as lacking integrity and love and care for people, being unfaithful, lying, making it all about yourself, wanting to use people for your own gain and more, naturally, you'll be incensed and try extremely hard to prove and convince them otherwise. This is another deadly hook that narcissists can get you enmeshed with them on. If you believe that your integrity, character, well-being, and safety is dependent on what other people think of you, then you're susceptible to this narcissistic behavior. Five, you are mopping up the messes. Being connected with a narcissist has lots of drama, rough edges, and quite frankly means that disasters are always looming. Narcissists usually aren't good with detail, accountability, or sensibility. They fly high, seeking narcissistic supply and acclaim with little to no thought for doing the right thing. If your life is connected with one of these people, it's usual that you will be paying their fines, sorting out their messes and dramas, and even lying for them to cover their tracks. It's like this analogy. As you're watering their back lawn trying to keep it green, yours gets parched and turns brown and dies. This is how narcissistics roll, and this is what happens to the sensible, well-meaning, responsible people who narcissists like to recruit into their lives. By walking away from people like this, we can heal and restart our life with self-responsibility. Six, your boundaries are being disintegrated. It's extremely common for people with poor boundaries to get involved with narcissists. Do you find it difficult to speak up, stand up for yourself, or hold boundaries with this particular person? And when you try to do so, are you often criticized, rejected, abandoned, or punished? You're likely dealing with a narcissist. As a result of that, you try to minimize the trauma and mayhem that breaks out by giving up on trying to assert your needs. 
Or maybe because you've dissolved into so many feelings of powerlessness, helplessness, and despair that you find yourself begging or pleading for your boundaries to be respected. Discovering that the narcissist has zero empathy for you and won't comply, it takes you down into an even deeper place of helplessness. 7. You feel addicted, disjointed, and manic. Perverse addiction happens with narcissists. This is also known as trauma bonding. To find out more, you can check out the links in the description. Do you feel manic and unable to stop trying to contact or hook back up with a narcissist? Even when you know how much you continually get hurt by doing so, we can be horrified by how addicted we are to someone who treats us so terribly. It just doesn't make logical sense. It is of course very serious when it gets to a stage where we simply can't talk ourselves out of doing the actions that we know are putting ourselves back into the fire to get burnt again. And eight, you're suffering from abuse symptoms. Things are now very serious. When your emotional inner being has been screaming out for our attention and we haven't as yet pulled away and turned inwards to heal, then we start breaking down physically as well. It's likely that anxiety and depression and even greater issues like fibromyalgia, adrenal issues, PTSD, and agoraphobia start to develop. You lose interest in the activities, people, and self-care that used to grant you energy as the toxic person in your life takes up more and more of your energy and focus. The shame and pain become so great that we may start hiding out from the world, lying to people, covering up, and feeling even more isolated in our traumatic feelings and symptoms. This is when we have to ask ourselves, how bad does it have to get before we awaken to the truth? There are varying degrees of narcissism, and there are also people who can just be clueless and selfish, but not necessarily afflicted with narcissistic personality disorder. If someone in your life does not share your values and doesn't care for your feelings, then this is not a healthy relationship for you. As soon as we try changing other people, it's time to pull away and say to ourselves and them, this is who I am and what I need for us to continue. We may lose a lot by leaving, as many of us have. However, by leaving, we can achieve the greatest gain. Finally turning inwards to integrate with ourselves so that we're in a position of wholeness and can be in control of our choices and have the power to look after ourselves and create a happy, healthy, and truly loving life. All right, guys, what do you think? Do you all think that you've been in this type of relationship or do you know somebody that has been in this type of relationship? You know, it's really something else. And oftentimes when you get in these things, you don't even realize that that's where you're going and that's where it's going to head. I know for me, I kind of thought of myself as a strong person, like, hey, I can deal with anything, you know, before I even started dating this person. They had issues, but I thought that I was strong enough to deal with them. And sometimes people energy and sometimes who they are can almost like be overbearing to who you are. So it's just so hard. It's like you feel weighted down to even deal with some of that. So I want you to take this time out. And once you listen, just think about it. Think about if you've ever been in this situation. Think about if you know somebody in this situation. Or even think about maybe the person who's the narcissist is you. You know, it's just good to sometimes take a look at your inner self because oftentimes People don't know that that's what they're doing because when I had the conversation with the person, because they wanted to come back, and when I had the conversation with the person about how I felt, they were in a state of shock. I recall the time in one of Tyler Perry movies, and I think it was, Why Did I Get Married? And it was a part that Jill Scott said, and she was with her husband, and he thought that they had the greatest relationship. 
he would say something good and she would remind him, what about the time when I was on, I think it was a kitchen floor and there was blood and whatever. What you saw and what it was were two totally different things. And so when I talked to him and we had that talk about the relationship, I kind of gave that analogy. That is what the relationship was. What you saw and what I got were two totally different things. You thought you were the greatest, but I didn't get anything from it. And so oftentimes a person, you know, they may or may not know what they're doing. They're thinking that, that they're okay. If your needs aren't being met, then hey, it's okay. So I want to take this time and saying thank you for listening to me again another week. I hope this was helpful. If you need to talk to me, my number is 773-251-5537. My email address is tammym at cblconsulting.net. You can find my books on Amazon under Tammy Montgomery Dozier, Addicted to Pain, and From Fads to Freedom, False Allegiance to Destructive Stuff. It's been my pleasure talking with you guys once again. Enjoy your week. And remember that we are all connected by love. Thank you.